0: You're listening to the Pucks Out Here podcast with Pucking to the God. You know, I gotta be honest, I remember my first kind of go around with an escort, first like escort experience type shit. Uh, I was fucking 18, right? Right when you, and I was living in a group home at this time, right? And this shit was fucking, the group home in itself was fucking nuts, right? Like, they, the county didn't have anywhere to put me at this time, so they had put me in a thing where on one side, and I'm I'm being, like, nice and cool, like, whatever I can say, uh, he was a mentally retarded criminal, all right, what a fucking combo that is, eh? And then on the other side, it was a mentally retarded, like, sexual, deviant, like, dude couldn't be left alone with porn or anything like that, right? And uh, then there's me. There's me, and uh, you know, I these motherfuckers were absolutely nuts, so but what was funny was they try to save money, so there'll only be one aid to three motherfuckers, right? So there'll be one aid dealing with this cat on this side, this cat on this side, and me on, on that side, right? And they do it to like save money or whatever, but. There is one day during the week each motherfucker has, right, where another aide comes in and you get to have four hours of out in the community alone time, right? This is absolutely like jail, to be honest with you. Not like, I don't know if it was like jail, but it was like some halfway home weird fucking shit, right? So you would get that four hours or whatever a week or eight hours a week alone time to just do what you wanted to do you could go out and then it would just be left with one aid and these two motherfuckers while you're out doing shit right so i fucking uh get on back page this is when back page was popping bro you know back page bandit boys um and i get on there and you know me i like a woman uh a little bit older than me, you know what I'm saying? Some of y'all may know, some of y'all may not, but your boy got a little mature fetish popping off. Uh And that's funny, right? Because you're never going to catch me. Look, if any young bitch tries to say, Pucky hollered at him, they're lying. They're motherfucking lying. Uh, now, if like a 55-year-old fucking told you that Pucky hit him up, they're probably not lying. They're probably telling the exact truth. Anyway, so we get on, and I or not we, I get on this, and I I'm I get on this website and I hook it up, and I'm yo I'm convinced this four hours of my alone time this week, we going to this hooker, 100%. So I email, set it up, da 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 da. I go out and I'm like tell the caregiver like look this is what I'm doing. Never done it before, uh, and. I need you to take me. And he was like, cool enough at that time to go, you know what? I know nothing. Uh, I'm just a driver. Let's go. So I said, cool. All I need you to do is drop me off, pick me back up. We're good. That's what I told him. I was like, all you need to do, drop me off, pick me back up. You won't have to deal with anything. Uh, so the time comes where I need to get the escort. And we go, and she texts me. She goes, honey, I have a hotel room, but I need you to pick me up to go to the hotel room. Because none of these fucking bitches have cars. Are you kidding me? If or if you, You're you not a real hooker if you have a car, or at least where I live. <laughs> you are not a real escort if you have a car, period. Um, But, fuck, where is that? So, I said that. So, she said, honey, I need you to pick me up. So, on the way there, I tell my caregiver, slight change of plans, bub. We're going to need to be picking this gal up from her uh, home and taking her to this hotel. And he was like, fuck. But still down, dude. What a fucking trooper, dude. This guy, like, delivers pizzas now in my area, but that's not important. So, we get there, and we get to her home, and I say, I'm here. We pick her up. She gets in the car. She's a little... um, startled that there's another person in the car driving. It's like, bitch, what the fuck did you think I was going to come fucking scoop you in a goddamn convertible? Are you kidding me? Get your ass in this fucking minivan and let's fucking go. You want this money or not. So, I get her and uh, we pick her up and we You know, we have this weird, awkward exchange, small talk or whatever on the way to the motel. Ain't no hotel, motel. Now, we pull up to the motel. This shit looks like Vacancy Inn. This shit looks like some shit Ruth fucking Langmore would be running some drug shit out of, okay? Ain't no lobby, ain't no nothing. Doors, like, that's it. So, we pull up. Shit looks like it's from 1979. And you guessed it. There's fucking, you, you come out straight to the, of your door, and there's a fucking step. So there's a big-ass step to get into this motherfucker. I know this bitch knew this the whole time and probably thought, eh, we'll figure it out when we get there. Um, and that's exactly what we fucking did. So we pull up. And I'm like, God damn it, there's a step. What the fuck am I going to do? Had the ramp in the back. So, not only the carrier that I told, hey, I just need you to drop me off and pick me back up. He now has had to pick up the escort, actually, in our car. And now, he's got to get my ramp out of my car and take it up to the motel room that I'm about to get busy in, bro. So, he's still down, bro. Takes the fucking sheet and walks up to the hotel room. Puts it down. I fucking get in there, whatever, we're good, right? So I'm in there, shit's looking like somebody just came off the fucking needle in this motherfucking plot spot, boy. I'm talking this shit was meth motherfucking miracle type shit. It was fucked. Um, big ass tube TV, all that kind of fucking shit that really... But honestly, that's exactly what I would want my first hooker experience to be. But anyway, so... Uh, we get it a pop and I'm like, yo, I'm about to get on this bed, right? So I get on the bed thinking that I could get myself back in my chair. Well, I get on the bed. It's Everything's done and over with. And I realize I cannot get myself back in this motherfucking wheelchair. So here I am stuck in the fucking hotel room with the for escort that I met, you know, 45 an hour ago. And I can't get in this motherfucking wheelchair. So... I had no choice but to call my caregiver and be like, "Bruh, I need you to come in here and I need you to get me in my goddamn wheelchair." So now he's got—he's already went through all this shit. Now he's got to come in the room where Spanky just went down and pick me up and put me on into my chair room, right? So here he comes, man. He comes in, fucking super trooper, bro. Gets me right up in that goddamn chair and uh, looks at a. Uh, the fucking hooker, she looks at him and she goes, "We really appreciate what you do," and he turns around and he goes, "I guess we appreciate what you do also." And uh, I thought that was just a great line, and uh, and we did, man. You got to understand when I when I ordered this hooker, man, it was like I ain't get no love from bitches in high school. I didn't get no love from bitches in high school And I rapped. I was straight went through high school a verge like a motherfucker. And I'm this, I didn't crack my version with this bitch, you know, so I you know, whatever. But, like, I never, I went to prom and with a bitch, I went to prom and homecoming. I was homecoming king, are you fucking kidding me? And didn't get no puss. Sad uh, situations. Um, but, yeah, so then we get in the car with Jada, bitch back and he fucking read me all the way home. But, man, shout out to him, took one for the big ass team. Uh, on that one, but that was my first like experience with an escort. Super weird. I was telling the homies that the other day, shit reminded me. But um, look, man, welcome to the motherfucking podcast where motherfucking Bizak, you know what I'm saying? The roots where it started, and uh, glad to be back. You know what I'm saying? It's the Puck, Puckington motherfucking God Pucks out here podcast. Motherfucking b- 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 big feller coming at you. Okay. And, uh, look, sorry for the hiatus, man. We got a three-month hiatus going on. Basically, i have skipped all of spring and summer virtually. Uh, man, we just had to get things right. You know, I, I, real life happens, and I didn't have a laptop for months and months and months, and my shit was fucked up. Got a newbie. Yes, we are putting stickers on this booth. Booth tried to tell me, can't put stickers on your laptop. You're 30 years old. Man, don't fucking age shame me. I fucking hate the age-shaming shit. Okay, But uh, anyway, so I had to get the laptop and Zach, uh, as you've seen on Mad episodes, doing his thing. So what we basically decided to do is me do the, all the home episodes here and uh, all the solo episodes here. And then go to Zach's to do the guest episodes, the Zoom episodes, the group episodes, etc. Um, yeah. So that's what we're fucking doing, man, and it just I'm I'm just glad we're back, man. Glad to be talking that ish with you again. Got a replacement microphone here that's probably not the greatest. You're probably going to hear some background noise, ground noise. I don't really fucking care. Okay? Uh cuz we're here to talk that shit. You know what I'm saying? We're off being negative. My homie took me to dinner last night. Not took me to dinner. That sounds kind of weird and lame, but like we were at we are at the bar eating wings and mac and cheese. Shout out Sporties! Shout out Sporty's motherfucking bar and grill. Dayton, Ohio. That badass mac and cheese and that motherfucker, boy. Shit about to fucking. Anyway, so we're up in there. And he's trying to tell me, man, you got to believe in yourself. You're surrounded by people that believe in you. And just because you don't have this, this, and this like, your life, it's not gonna make your life any better, and, like, da-da-da, and I just try to explain to him that I feel like I never have succeeded in life, like, like, I've got to a certain point, but I never have been able to keep it up on an upward tip, and I look at a lot of people, and they're going on an upward tip, Uh, a lot of people that I look up to, a lot of people I fuck with, a lot of homies, so, you know, when that doesn't come for you, you know, you're gonna fucking feel a certain type of way, and, uh, I just had to explain that to him, and, you know, he gets it, but at the end of the day, it's like, believe in yourself, or it's a rap. <laughs> like, that's cool that you feel that way, but believe in yourself, believe in what you're doing, or fucking quit doing it. And uh, the message was heard loud and clear, so. Yeah, man, but, and, I mean, it's like, we're not really here to, it's like, a lot of things are going up, man. Shout out to a, a legendary uh, fucking person hitting me up about some gear, we also had a Bengals player, uh, defensive end, not no fucking scrub, okay, coming to my homie's shop, not the, not corporate, the shop that I, uh, you always hear me talk about, but actually the shop that they hate each other, unheard of in corporate, um, so, uh, but my homie works at Unheard of, which is of another store in Cincy, and... Bengal player came up in there and while he was working, he had on uh, my Steve, my Steve Nash FUBU flip tee and the Bengals player just like spazzed, and was like, yo, how did I get this? Da 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 Where'd you get this? And uh, the homie put him on some of the brand and and then he followed me and we're going back to the fourth DMs right now. And it's just like shit like that makes you believe it where it's like, all right, we may have something here, you know, may, your ideas may reach people uh that that feel the same way but yeah I man so that was you all know how, what a Bengals fan i am we did the bengals podcast super bowl podcast last year and uh or this year and you know i'm just such a bengals fan at heart you know what i'm saying i've been i've been going to bengal's games since 99 and got season tickets in 2002 and um had them up until 2013. So, I mean, you're looking at a heart of hearts. You know, Rudy Johnson smashed my mom. And, you know, multiple uh, suspicion of others that on that 05, 06 Bengals team. But, um, so to, so to just get that, as fire. It's just a fire message and kind of ups your spirits a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, big NFL boys. And uh, also talking right now with Pro Wrestling Revolver. Uh, they're coming to the Dayton area, and we're going to uh, They hopefully allow me to set up a booth, set up a vendor. This will be my first wrestling event ever that I've set up an event at, which is crazy, or that i set up a table at of Off The Rope. And uh, it's just like, I it's not set in stone. May talk about it, it may not happen, but we're going back and forth, and we're hoping that is uh, what it does, man, because... I can't have fucking a, rest, a real legit wrestling show come to Dayton, Ohio with guys like motherfucking John Moxley or Zach Wentz or like real motherfuckers that are wrestlers and pro wrestlers like on TV, okay, not fucking scrubs, and they're going to be coming to Dayton, it's going to be an amazing show, and for me to not be a part of that, no, it's not going down like that. Uh, but nah, man. Shout out Pro Wrestling Revolver. Um, love, love what you guys do. Love the brand. Love everything. And we appreciate you bringing something like that to Dayton, uh, Ohio, because Dayton, Ohio, wrestling city. Period. Wrestling city, man. But um, yeah, man. We back. It's all about believing in yourself, not being negative, and uh, not having no fake fucking positivity though. Don't do the fake positive situation. Okay. Because I see, be honest, and be an honest asshole still, you know, that's cool, but, but do not, you know, do not be on your fake positivity shit, that's almost worse than not believing in yourself, honestly, but, uh, yeah, man, other thing that's been going on, uh, got a girlfriend, big time, hot and heavy, bub, uh, probably been seeing this girl on and off since October, but I probably really fell in love with this chick like around April. April was probably when I when I found, when I really was like, okay, I want a girlfriend. Uh, which is funny because the night I met this girl, I knew that I probably it sounds lame, but I knew that she probably would be my girlfriend. I don't know why. Here she is, my girlfriend. And uh, you gotta understand, I've never had a girlfriend. I'm 30 years old. 30, 30, and uh, never had a girl, don't get it twisted, uh, family loves me, I think, little questioning on the brother, don't know if the brother likes me or not, I think the brother, he kind of, good dude, Uh, it might, what from what I could tell, but I could tell he kind of wants to play that, you fuck with my sister, I'll beat your ass type shit, you know what I mean, so, I mean, that's cool, whatever, but... But I folk with the brother, hard body. I just can't get a gauge on him. But, look, man. CLP is in effect. End of, the, end of, the, end of story. in the story, man. I just got her fucking some... For her birthday, so I'm not even... You know what I mean? Like, my friends are hitting me. There's beautiful pictures of us together. Your boy is in love. Don't get it twisted. But there is... You know, those type of things that you're just like, fuck, man. It's always a goddamn receipt coming with the shit. There's always a fucking receipt coming. Uh, so, and the receipt is uh, that cat that I got to give the money to. That I may slap the, f- nah, plan, playing. But that's what it is, man. But look, man, we're fucking here. Thank you. We're back. Uh, don't touch that motherfucking dial episode 19 in this bitch your boy pucks out here let's go Fucking Pucks out here, Podcast, Episode 19. Okay, your boys here. Uh Puckington the God. But but, big fella coming at you right now, man. And uh been hitting the streets this summer, boy. I've been hit the streets this summer, a lot of dating streets, a little bit of natty. Uh dating always a better time, better people, all the whole fucking nine. Uh but we just been out, man. We started the spring summer type with uh, a lot of table pop ups, event pop ups, things like that. Nothing, not like a installation or anything, but we just set up table and so you know, off the rope shit uh, at a couple events, and uh, you know we had a great fucking time there. Had a, had, you know, just love, man. Dayton, just super super love, um, and just. Like mad creatives up in there love Dayton, Ohio man. But did a little event there, uh, up at, uh in, in Dayton and uh, did well. And then I've been going to a little situation in uh, Cincinnati called the Smith League. Shout out Peyton Smith, the Smith League. Shit is lit. Uh, it's a little uh, kind of like a uh, what's the, the uh, kind of like a Drew League, but of Cincinnati. Um, sad at high school. They got teams. They got the whole little jersey situation. I mean, it's marketed. The marketing this man did for this league that he started is absolutely amazing. Check him out. Smith League on Instagram. Uh, I don't fuck with the photographer who took a picture of me and... or took a picture of all the homies that I was with and cut me out. Hmm. What do I did that? Wheelchair. Anyway. uh, But no, so... We're doing that. Uh, your boy also... Did a major move, okay? You see it? Um, tatted it up, Pucky. Tat, Daddy Pucky, in the building. Uh, we're at a pop up, pop up, pop up, pop up, and that's all I'm gonna say, right? Pop ups. And uh, so we're at the pop up, and we went, and my homie was setting up. I, I had not set up that day, so I was just chilling, and they were doing. I was. This was at Saturday uh, studio in Dayton, Ohio, which is a great spot, great people, um, and we're in there, they're doing fucking flash fucking pop fucking, they're doing flash fucking tats, bro, for $100 a pop, so I'm like, holy fuck, dude, Um, and, you know, me, I've been so scared for 30 years to get a tat, I've wanted one so bad, I'd be covered in tats, because I think that shit looks tight on a fat dude, but, like, I'll be covered in tats, but, so much of a pussy, and afraid of the pain. I was afraid of the pain, afraid of the pain, afraid of the pain, afraid of the pain, so never got one. This day, my friend not only challenged me to get one, but then randomly said, get it on your hand, didn't think I was serious, and uh, look, we got on the fucking hand, man, shout out my boy Jacob Des for doing that, Um, and look, man, the pain was so, it was, it was so not what I expected, it was like a pain that you could deal with, a pain that honestly, after a while, was like, I kind of like this, right? It's a weird shit. So, but now I'm in a position where I didn't fucking get. I don't have guap right now, like a lot of guap. So I can't get another tattoo. Therefore, I'm just out here as one tattoo man, fucking on the on the hand. So I should have probably thought that one over, but didn't. But uh, yeah, man, we're 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 in the streets. It's been a great summer in love. Okay, and uh, it is what it is, baby. Um, everyone just shows so much love and date man I remember this lady last week she goes what's your story everybody loves you like first of all no they don't and secondly nom <laughs> but everybody shows love there's one cat that I've been having a little bit of a problem with uh, and it's like making little wheelchair jokes at my spot you know what I'm saying I don't fuck with that I don't fuck with that and you know who it is I, I don't fuck with it. It's the Cousin Vinny's pizza owner. The motherfucker that owns Cousin Vinny's talking wreck to me and my uh, and talk, making wheelchair jokes me. I don't know you, homie. I don't know you, homie, at all. The only thing I know is your pizza is garbage and at 2.30 a.m. when you're the only thing open, I go to bed. If I'm hungry, I go to, And you're the only option, I go to bed. Okay? So... That's what the fuck it is, but I I, I turned, right, last winter, that's when it first happened, this motherfucker goes, man, you need fucking snow tires on that shit, homie. First of all, I ain't your homie, and second off, fuck that. My friends want to say, oh, that's not making fun of you, that's not making fun of you, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. All right, what is it then? What is it? It may not be making fun of me, but I'm going to tell you what. It's not the first thing I want to hear out of your fucking mouth. And then the second time, he goes, damn, rolling dirty, riding dirty, riding dirty. Fuck you. What kind of fucking moron are you? That's not some shit you would say to a, a human being. And it's definitely not some shit you would say to a human being that would smack the shit out of you. This boy, little. This boy, shorter than 42 Doug, talking wreck to me. Your fucking pizza is trash. Your fits be trash. If I owned that many fucking pizza spots and had money like you, I'd live a lit-ass life. I wouldn't fucking be in the bars that I'm in. All right? Hanging out with broke motherfuckers. Fuck that. But, yeah, man. Cousin Vinny's... Hey, it's motherfuck Cousin Vinny's owner, motherfuck Cousin Vinny's pizza. The shit is trash, and that's what it is, man. We'll be right back. We're finishing this shit out with the fucking top five albums of the year so far, so fuck with your boy. Don't touch that down. It's the Pucks Out Here podcast. Here we go. Here we go. With Pucking to the God. Bang energy. Shit's fucking dead, man. Love it, but this can is fucking empty. Anyway, uh, look, man, one thing that has happened since I talked to y'all last is music. Lots of music. Uh, lots of things. And you know me, I like to break down my personal uh, top five favorite albums of the year so far with the six month, seven month mark. There's been some heat. There's been some heat. Um, now, this is a personal. So don't be fucking, I mean, I am here to argue. Let's keep it real. But it is a personal top five. Um, first, I'm going with number five. This shit is The Cool Kids. Before things shit got weird. Now, this album I slept on originally. It's like such a stop and go process with The Cool Kids that you kind of give up after a while. That used to be one of my favorite groups. I traveled to see this group. I Chuck's the homie. Shout out, Chuck. I mean, these are some idols of mine right here. And uh, so, sl- so slept on it, realistically, at first. And uh, then we we cracked that bitch open, finally, on the way home from Scentsy one day, man. And it just was incredible. Uh, songs like Hibachi with Key. Uh, I mean, just a bang, man. it was able to kind of merge the cool kids' nostalgia with what a two... I would say that it's exactly what a 2022 Cool Kids would sound like. Uh, Definitely. So they killed it, man. Shout out. I definitely would recommend. There's probably not one that you know about or have heard or whatever. So please go check that out uh, before shit got weird, the Cool Kids. Uh, Number four, controversial take, Donda 2. Now, Donda 2 is such a special, weird kind of, situation, because it was centered around his stem player, and it's not on streaming, and it's very unfinished, it's my stems almost, and he had the debacle in Miami, even though I loved it, uh, and all that, right? There are fucking heaters on this, on this album that people are never going to hear, that's what drives me nuts about it, like, he has this, this song, I'm talking, to you, I'm talking, to you, I'm getting... Talking to you about Kanye West songs that you never have heard because you don't have a goddamn stem player. It's like it's sad. It's sad that even if I didn't have a stem player, I still would have went out and searched the songs. Like what is wrong with some of y'all? But like, uh, motherfucking, uh, just so many. You could tell this dude was depressed and crazy as hell. But man, great records on this. Like Pablo with, with uh, Travis and Future. The motherfucker, you don't know what he's saying. You have no idea. He's he's mumbling the whole shit. But he sounds amazing doing it. Um, and then there's, like, some some finished songs that are great. The joint with Soldier Boy is incredible. But it's just, like, people will never hear this shit. So you just, you don't know what to do. Um, but it's a weird one. Weird one. It's like, how could you put an unfinished album, you know, in a top five? But you just do, baby. You just do. Um... Third, my homie Vince Staples. Not my homie. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. This is a, I mean, Vince is just such a consistent artist at this point. Only gets better. Uh, just such a melodic, melodic, melodic album. But motherfucker raps too. Motherfucker is so Long Beach. I mean, it is where it is. Just a straight Long Beach melodic album. Uh, shout out LBC. Shout out, motherfucking Cali. I'll be back soon. Uh, But yeah, number fucking three, Vince Staples, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. Check that out if you haven't. Um, Second was one that I was anticipating for years. Literally, I was anticipating this one for years, uh, and that is Pushy T. It's Almost Dry. This man delivered uh, for sure. Uh, It's not Daytona. It's not whatever, but it definitely is some fucking heat. Crazy beats. Uh I thought the beats would be a little bit better because we're dealing with Ye and Pharrell, but these still were crazy. Um dudes raps nuts. Uh great records on there, great features on there. Join with little Uzi Vert and Don Tolliver. Fucking incredible. Like they're like pushy T is Pushy T, man. And hopefully I'm going to see this motherfucker next month or month after, maybe. Uh, in Columbus or Indy. We're not sure which one, but definitely going to check out uh, It's Almost Dry tour because I know that motherfucker probably has pounds of bricks on stage, ill merch, and just does a rap show, man. Just a pure-ass rap show. He's a pure rapper, um, and I love that shit. So, shout-out Push, number two, coming in at number two with It's Almost Dry, and number one is my man, Mr. Moral, Kendrick, uh, Mr. Moore out in the Big Steppers, this album, I mean, just fucking incredible. Another one that I was waiting on for years that delivered. I was really waiting on him for a while, especially with we had the Baby Keem features and the little shit like that, and it's like, God damn, I need Kendrick. Um, And you got it here with this album, man. This shit is double-sided, just a classic. I really don't have much to say. I think he... It was fun. What I, what I noticed about this album is the most though is that he's just done finished in a good way but he's fucking finished with the bullshit he's finished trying to act like this activist and be this activist person and you know that's not him he said y'all like it when i'm pro black but i'm more correct like like letting you know that's such a line to me um but yeah mr morale uh it did seem like it came and went definitely seemed like it came and went but Kenny, man, delivers, as usual. As usual, man. Like I said, top five, the cool kids before shit got weird. Number four, Kanye West Don two. Figure out how to get that. Number three, Vince Staples, Ramona Park, Park broke my heart. Number two, Pusha T, It's Almost Dry. And number one, Mr. Morale on the big steppers, Kendrick Lamar. Um, Yeah, man. Okay? But listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for fucking being back with your boy, We're gonna do our best to stay consistent. I can't say we will, but I know there will not be no three fucking month hiatus anymore. Uh, We're gonna fucking put backlog all the other uh, this of the pods back on Apple, back on Spotify. We took them off to kind of get the views up. Didn't work, so we're fucking putting them back on there so all can listen. Um, Trying to think offtherope.com SummerSlam weekend. Uh check that out and uh, man just just we just out here man enjoying the fucking summer being staff members in the summer all right so I'm out love y'all spread a little too much info in this motherfucking episode but it's all good man be good follow that motherfucking like subscribe all that weird bullshit all right peace you're listening to the Pups out here podcast with Puckington the God <laughs>